Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris Lazo, host of the Conversional Speaking Podcast, and we are getting to the end of our series on frequently asked questions on public speaking. And today we're covering the 27th question where someone asks, how do you calm down in the moment when you start getting that shaky voice? That's a good one, and it's coming up next. How do creative entrepreneurs make lifelong raving fans when they communicate? That's the question. This show has the answers. My name is Chris Lazo. Welcome to the Conversional Podcast. Have you ever gotten up to present something to somebody, whether it's on social media or in a live atmosphere, and you were so flooded with nervousness and adrenaline that it was difficult to stay calm, and you could actually feel it in your body? You start getting tense in your stomach, your voice quivers, you might forget your lines. Today's question is, how do you calm yourself down in a moment like that when you get that shaky voice? And today, I want to give you three ways to help calm your nerves in the moment when you need it. And the first place to start is from a general sense of awareness. That's my first tip, awareness. And specifically, an awareness of where that fear is coming from. It might not be a surprise to most of the listeners here that public speaking strikes a deep nerve of fear in a lot of people. In fact, the New York Times listed a survey on phobias done among 2,000 people where public speaking ranked as the number one fear, even above death. Meaning, people are more afraid of getting in front of people to speak than they are of dying. Now, it's also a prevalent fear. The National Institute of Mental Health reports that public speaking anxiety, or glossophobia, affects about 73% of the population. This is a deeply embedded fear, and it is also a prevalent fear. And because of that, you can't just will your way into fearless speaking, but you can overcome the obstacles that fear places in front of you. And one of the first ways to do that is by understanding where the fear is coming from. You got to understand the reason behind your fear when you speak. And if your voice is shaking during the middle of a speech, it's rooted in some kind of fear. And I want to give you two reasons why most people are likely afraid of public speaking and why we react the way that we do when we get up to speak so that we can have a way forward and actually become effective speakers. Here's the first reason. We are trained for conversation, not public speaking. Think about this. When you were young, most of your human interactions were conversational, right? You sat down, you played with somebody in the sandbox, you exchanged toys, you exchanged, you know, a couple words. Later on, as you got older, you exchanged small talk and pleasantries and a kind of social give and take. And as you matured even more, you might have learned some active listening, perhaps learning to rephrase what the other person said and clarify what they're saying as a way to affirm what they're feeling and going through. You also probably never stood behind a lectern or a podium to address your family for a holiday dinner using a TEDx-style presentation with professional gestures, slides, and a teleprompter. <laughs> Am I right? Is anybody out there feeling me? We were trained for conversation. Our culture is conversational. And public speaking 
on the other hand, is a monologue. Public speaking is hard only because it is foreign to how we were raised and educated most of our lives. And so there's a huge switch there. When you get up to a podium, it doesn't matter if you're socialite, you're completely switching the medium by which you communicate to people. No matter how extroverted you are, no matter how many friends you are, it's completely different than what most of us have ever done. Which is precisely why it's so exciting and sometimes so scary. Here's a second reason behind your fear is that public speaking brings out something primordial in us. You see, since public speaking isn't something we're used to, our brains interpret public speaking as a potential danger, a change in our environment that we need to watch out for. And our brains then begin releasing a chemical cocktail in our defense, one that we know simply as the fight or flight response. Think back to, you know, the old ancestor caveman who is walking through the field casually looking for berries and hears a twig snap. And all of a sudden that fight or flight tendency rushes into that caveman or woman's body uh, provoking a response. And what is that response? Well, our rational capabilities shut down, our bodies tense up, our heart rate accelerates, and we begin looking for the nearest exit as though our survival was on the line. Because in that case, your survival might be on the line. There might be a saber-toothed tiger right behind your back, and the last thing you need to do is think rationally about a speech. <laughs> you need to run. Now, here's why this is so poignant for public speaking, is that we've brought that tendency with us. Even though there's no saber-toothed tigers, our bodies still interpret change and challenge as potential dangers. And so when you're in a high-risk environment doing something brand new, like public speaking, your body feels a threat, even though there is no threat. And that's why, friend, your voice starts to shake. Now here's where I want you to go back to my original point of awareness. Because in that moment when you get scared, and the fear is really being manifest in a shaky voice that doesn't speak clearly like you wanted to, that's fear. I need you to remember that fear in this case is not bad. Why? Because there is no danger. And in that moment, one of the best things you can do when your voice starts to shake is to pause and remember why you're afraid. Why are you afraid, my friend? You're afraid because you're doing something brand new. You're doing something challenging. You're doing something hard. You're doing something that maybe you've never done before. And this is a bold, brave, courageous move on your part. And it's something you should be proud of. And your body is doing what bodies do. It's listening to the cocktail, the chemical cocktail of biological signs that your brain is sending to it, and it's interpreting what you're doing as a danger. And all you need to do in that moment is to remember, I'm not in danger. I'm encountering fear because I'm doing something awesome and challenging. 
and that will give you what's needed to press on. Now, there's a few other things that you can do in the moment to kind of regulate your body's reaction, and that's number two, breathing and meditation. Now, I'm a huge proponent of both of these things before I get up to speak. And you can do what I'm about to share with you before you get up to speak, and you probably should. I highly recommend it. But you can also do this in the moment when your voice starts to shake. Now, when I speak of breathing and meditation, I'm not being mystical here, okay? There's an actual biological effect in your body when you breathe and you meditate. It regulates that very chemical cocktail of adrenaline and stress as you take deep, purposeful breaths. And you actually go into a happy place. So how do you do this? Well, right before you're speaking, you can take 10 minutes to practice these steps. You sit comfortably, take a deep, slow breath for seven seconds. I actually want you on this podcast to do it with me. I'll count to seven. I want you to start breathing for seven seconds. Ready? Go. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Stop. Now, you know it's a deep breath, and this is really important, when your stomach moves outward. Your shoulders should not rise at all. Your stomach should move outward. If you want to learn some fantastic information about how breathing properly changes not only your body, but your brain, uh, I highly recommend listening to James Nestor. In fact, if you go onto the podcast, The School of Greatness, you'll find an interview uh, with James Nestor on the impact of breathing. But for our purposes, that's the first breath. Now, after your lungs are full, I want you to hold that air in for five seconds. Then exhale slowly for another seven seconds. Okay, so here's the process. You're taking a deep, slow breath for seven seconds, holding it at the top for five seconds, and then exhaling slowly for seven seconds. Let's do that whole cycle together. You ready? Counting uh, down from seven, you'll take a deep breath for seven seconds. Ready? Go. Six five, four, three, two, hold it for five, four, three, two, exhale slowly, five, four, three, two, one. Now that, my friends, is a good breath. Repeat that three or four times before you do anything that has your nerves in a flurry. Now, I want to go back to the speech with the shaky voice. Sometimes you're speaking and the adrenaline and stress hits you right in the moment without you even expecting it, sometimes in the weirdest places, you can do this right then. You might not have time to do an entire, you know, three or four cycles of breathing, but you can in that moment where your voice starts to shake and you know you're like, I'm about to fall apart, just pause for a moment. Remember like the first point, awareness that your fear is coming from a great challenge. Take a deep breath. Hold it, breathe out, and then go right back into whatever it was you were speaking. After a few of these before your speech, you should experience a drop in your fight or flight reaction as your body regulates the brain's dispersion of adrenaline through that deep breathing. And in the moment, you can do little quick ones, just a quick breath, 
to gather yourself, to fill your lungs with oxygen and experience kind of a, a mini burst of resettling and recalibrating in that moment. Now, I want to give you the third way to regulate your shaky voice, and that's just through rewriting a mental script. I like this acronym, WTWTCH, because it stands for what's the worst that could happen. I use this all the time. It's a question I ask myself in the moment when I am so afraid of something that I don't want to move forward. I always ask myself, what's the worst that could happen? And then I fill in the blank. For example, what's the worst that could happen if I fail? If my dream is to start a business or to do something wild, if I'm speaking, what's the worst that could happen if I say something embarrassing? What's the worst that could happen if I forget my lines? What's the worst that could happen? And you, you can fill in the blank yourself. See, that paralyzing feeling we've been talking about that comes from a fear of something unknown or new is often grounded in an unrealistic fear. You know some of these fears. It's if I mess up, you know, or if I get up there on stage or if I hit record, I'm going to throw up or they're going to boo at me or everyone's going to hate what I'm saying or I'm going to freeze like a deer in the headlights or I'll lose my job or my life will be ruined. You know, our minds love to make up all sorts of environments to watch out for. But a lot of these are really unrealistic. It's okay to have fear when you're doing something new, but sometimes our fears get exacerbated to the unrealistic. And those begin to paralyze you from performing at your very best. And so we must examine the fears that are unrealistic and then ground ourselves in the reality of what we're actually facing by asking ourselves a simple question. What's the worst that could happen if what I'm afraid of actually happens? you might actually be surprised at your own answer to that and how unrealistic your fears are, how much easier it is to step out and speak or hit record. So when your voice starts to shake, just ask yourself, what's the worst that's going to happen to me? See, while our awareness and our breathing might have an effect on our physiology and biology, this question has an effect on our mind and our psychology. We start to examine the real barriers that we're facing, and we might find that they're actually surmountable. They're not as bad as I thought, and that could give us just enough boost to step forward. I want to give you a bonus thing here. I gave you three reasons. I want to give you a bonus, and that's find a cheerleader in the audience. Uh, when our nerves are firing off, sometimes it helps to have cheerleaders that we can look to periodically to give our confidence a boost. So if I'm speaking to a live audience, I like to find one to three people who are visually engaging. You know what I'm talking about? Meaning they nod their heads, they're smiling, they're taking notes. It's, they're like your biggest fans out there. Now, if I'm going live on social media, I like to read and interact in the comment sections with people who are resonating with my message. And if I'm on a podcast like this, where I, I can't really interact with you live, I really love getting feedback from all of you, just hearing if what I'm doing is sinking in or if I'm answering questions that you're asking or if it's helping. In fact, we're in a series specifically on your frequently asked questions. Uh, part of the reason is I want to do this for you to, to meet some of those needs and challenges you're facing, but this is also for me. I really want to know that I'm hitting you know, a, a groove or a niche that matters to you. And so it's a type of feedback.
But I would suggest and recommend as a bonus, just find a cheerleader if you can. Someone out there who will nod you on, who will encourage you, and that will help with the shaky voice too. Because you know, even if there's a hundred people out there that you can't connect with, there's at least one person and that goes a long way. So, little recap. If you encounter a shaky voice in the middle of a speech, remember through awareness of where your fear is coming from. Your fear is coming from your body's belief that you're facing a danger, but you're not facing a danger. You're facing a challenge and that should give you pride and encouragement to move forward and do what you need to do. The second thing you could do is breathe and meditate in the moment. You just need a few seconds to do this, a well-timed pause to take a deep breath and exhale and gather yourself. And in that moment, you could even ask the third question. What's the worst that could happen if I fail? Find a cheerleader out there to encourage you and to push you on and you can easily surmount the shaky voice and start to gather yourself and to carry on. Hey, those are my three and a half tips for you. I want to know what's worked for you when you've gotten nervous, when you've gotten the shaky voice. I'd love to hear. Hit me up uh, on my Instagram account. That's at the Chris Lazo and let me know. Until next time, I'll see you in the morning here on Conversional Speaking. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris Lazo. If you like this content, I've got a free gift for you. It's the five secrets of conversional public speaking. That is the five things that I've learned over the last decade on what makes public speaking absolutely great. And I want to give that to you. It's a small sheet with all of those things on it. I think you'll find it helpful if you find this content helpful. So if you want it, Go to chrislazo.com and sign up for it. I'll send it to you immediately. Until next time, this is Chris, the host of Conversional. See you later.